I'm Katie, and you're listening to Knickknack Goes to the Movies, the one-stop shop podcast for all things movies, TV, and pop culture. Turns out he's a major cinephile. They don't watch enough movies! It's a very simple formula! And here we go. Like I said at the end of last week's episode, this is part two of The Conjuring Movies with The Conjuring 2, obviously Conjuring 3, the new exciting film still available on HBO Max and in theaters. And of course, we have some Annabelle's thrown in there for good measure and a not so good movie. So sit back, relax for part two of our Conjuring talk with myself and Katie. So I think you and I are going to have a strong disagreement on this next one and annabelle comes home and i don't know if you're necessarily expecting this but just be prepared that i I'm prepared i'm prepared for anything feel i feel like i already had heard your take your your quick one-shot reaction to this movie and it's very drastically different than what my experience was so katie i will actually let you kick off the end of the trilogy of the doll movies i liked the first two better. The third and final Annabelle movie was too cliche, too, just not, it was, I don't even know how to explain it. It was stereotypical of a horror movie for me. You got the, oh, something came out where now we know that this family is, has something, some skeletons in their closet, (gasps) literally. So let's, you know, now you have, oh, the babysitter that's been there for two years and doesn't care, but her friend is curious and want, oh, and she recently lost someone. Oh, she wants to get into the haunted house. Like, let me go into the room with all the scary things and call my dad. Let me touch everything. Are you kidding me? She did seemingly touch everything in that room. Everything she could have possibly touched, she did. Are you that dumb? I, oh, I did not like it. It was it was too... I did like the growing up of Judy. I liked that aspect of it. I thought that was meaningful. It did play well for the story. I liked her character development. Even throughout, like... A majority of the movies like you just see her in a different light and this as you had said in your little blurb about the movie this was her movie this was her coming of age movie and she did a good job you know judy warren like props to you you can deal with demons similar to your parents can but you shouldn't have had to do any of that because the idiot let the doll out of the cage warning absolutely do not open are why would you why would you touch it why would you oh it fell over good it's a doll it falls Ooh, sk- mm. don't let it out it doesn't just it. fall it's some sometimes it falls for a reason because because you, your dad He's was calling your, for her dad her dad Ooh. it was ring ring hello you know oh my dad you know absolutely do not open ever warning in a case locked for a reason some people don't i don't have a lot of common sense but some people just must be dumb like death wish no common sense so i actually thought when this movie started i was it was like it was a false hope but you know coming off the conjuring oh my gosh patrick wilson vera formiga like in the beginning oh great they're going to be like the main part of this movie. And I thought the beginning was great. They were trying to transport the doll. They got like the band of gold, like the song from the really catchy song. Like he's singing along. So he's kind of fun and charming. She's seen all the dead people in the cemetery. like Which was really creepy. I liked it. I did the beginning, the really beginning. 
great. But still by that time I had my, we already saw Annabelle in the last movie Mm -hmm. and now she's just coming home to the Warren's house now. So I sort of in my mind had to say, it's just a flashback. Like they're just giving us a little bit of a recap. So it was, it was completely ruined for me. And I just immediately didn't like the movie because the story didn't make sense from the movie I just watched. But I, I like that part for sure. And, and I'll say this as seemingly Patrick Wilson has to like fix, do every exorcism ever. Like there's a priest played by Steve Coulter, who is, has a, a role in the walking dead. And I, seemingly his character is like the Nick Fury of Avengers. Like go solve the thing. Cause I sure can't help you. Like he's in many movies, but he never helps. And I like him, but you just keep waiting for him to like do the thing. And they're like, Oh, we'll send this couple in and they're kind of wacky, but they'll deal with this stuff. Like yeah. I kept waiting for him to do something and he never did. No, no. The priest from La Llorona did more than than he did and he was like not even a priest anymore so like, no. it's just yeah oh it, we will we will get to the we the will get fest. to that oh, one la, 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 la. la Llorona uh, yeah we will <laughs> that made me think of Coco just so you know that whole like it's because oh. they when she's on stage and she's like Llorona, and I'm like oh wow that that's really a I Coco do like moment that part in, Coco. in general I like too. most I like every part of Coco let's be real. I like Every part. Every, of there's Coco. not a bad frame in Coco. As there far as really isn't. No. But back to the. I guess the we have cut, to talk the, about the Annabelle series. movie. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, and I know you're not a huge superhero person, but it, your your understanding of Marvel is there's the Avengers movies and there's all the movies, kind of the individual around them movies. Or Ragnarok. Yes. Exactly. They have franchises. They have spinoffs. Like what they tried doing with some of these, that just didn't work. But I saw. Oh, Annabelle- I'll make you mad. Wonder Woman. That's one of them. That is a superhero movie. That is a superhero I, I just talk movie. about Marvel because they've figured out the the connective tissue a little more than than I would say DC has at the moment. But yes, I, the point I'm getting at is I saw this. There's a Avengers movie that's kind of it's Captain America Civil War that kind of is like Avengers 2.5. Mm-hmm. I saw this as like Conjuring 1.5, where like every other movie felt like it only kind of related to our group. But you could say, okay, if I'm watching these in an order that kind of makes sense, you could just go Conjuring, Annabelle Comes Home, Conjuring 2, Conjuring 3, and kind of skip everything else around it. And like that story makes sense. Yeah. Because it's the Warren family and that makes sense. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. And I like that rendition of it is like a conjuring 1.5 because you still get it's based around the Warren family, which I feel is the conjuring there, you know, the glue that holds all of these scary stories together, because they're the ones exercising these demons. I liked that it was about Judy. I liked her progression through the movies, seeing her for the first time as this like child afraid of seeing these demons to then all right being a little bit older and possibly you know doing something about it and then we see her in this Annabelle comes home and it's like I am an I am a in a Warren and this is what I do as a Warren I protect my friends and my family and and I exercise demons like I think beside 
the fact that it gives her power, like the same power that her moms have, which is awesome. Like the mm-hmm. angle of, okay, we know her parents are solving, you know, Scooby-Doo Ghostbuster crimes, but we kind of see what impact that has on her like mm-hmm. development, which I think is like from the psychological trauma aspects of saying that's not really the scary part of the movie. I was like pretty interested in that storyline, like just to begin. And obviously I know that's such a small part, but I like that angle, even though we barely see the parents, of course. Right. Which is, yes, that's unfortunate, but still it's, it was an interesting story. I liked the addition of not all ghosts are bad because, you know, we start, I started the movie thinking that that creepy priest dude from the school, the the, the ghost, the the ghost priest. Yeah. No, no. The, uh. It's, I think oh, yeah, he was this, like yes. the founder of the school, the yep. old dude that was like haunting her. I thought he was going to be our antagonist in this movie. Like, I'm going to haunt Judy at school and make mm. her scared. But yep. it, he ended up actually helping her to, you know, find Annabelle at the end, which I was like, okay, not all ghosts are bad. And then in my mind, I'm now like, okay. Not all ghosts are bad. I can, you know, maybe relax around the next time that something falls off of the counter or or I, you mm. know, misplace my keys. I won't. I totally never, won't. But still, never. not all ghosts are bad. Sometimes I just want to move your keys because you definitely didn't put them there. No. No. <laughs> so once we get to like the, the meat of the story, because I think the buildup is lovely, like you said. We get to some silly things of like, you know, hiding the key in the stupid, pl- like, you know, like, you know, I, well, they didn't hide it. They had it in like the drawer, but like the most curious girl in the world gets into this room and is touching on every single thing that's cursed. Everything. It's like, ah, oh, stop it. Literally. And it's all to like, and I get it. You lost your dad. You believe you're the reason that he's gone. You feel guilty. You feel all of these emotions. I get that you want to see him again, but you know coming into this that they are demonologists. They're demonologists. It says it on the door. Demon. These are not friendly things. These are not, I'm going to pray to the no we're not satanists and they're in this locked room how many locks were there one two three four maybe five locks on that door what's behind that door is not friendly and is not going to help you and if you know anything about even as a kid who hasn't read goosebumps nothing is ever friendly if it's like in something creepy which all of those things were creepy especially the doll creepy don't touch it it's not your dad no a hundred percent not and i i think um this angle that they bring up of like kind of like trying to i i don't know how hard it tries like the whole you know getting past your grief and all that stuff like they kind of brought you're a harry potter fan that's like the whole Mm -hmm. story of uh beetle the bard like that fairy tale with the deathly hollows yep it's like the resurrection stone yeah you you can't you know take more than you're given basically you have to just like be able to accept what has happened for what it is and there's honestly just there's no takesies backsies i'm gonna get like childish with it just you gotta live with it you have to figure out how to cope with it but i'm also a psychology major so like coping skills develop them utilize them please 
I mean, I did. I always like that, like grief trauma exploration. And, and you know, this movie was kind of goofy in its way of doing it. But I like that it existed in a way that it doesn't necessarily exist in other parts of the franchise. Mm-hmm. But what is like I, they, there is a lot in this movie, a lot of lore building with like it was it was just cliche, though. Here, it was very stereotypical. Like, I'm going to go to this place that I know is going to have spirits and I'm going to try to connect with the spirit that I want to connect with because maybe they're with me. And if they're with me, then they'll be in this room. I get it. It's not like we all haven't tried to contact our lost loved ones. Oh, you haven't. Well, I have, you know, and it just doesn't happen. The Ouija board doesn't, well, for me, the Ouija board doesn't follow you. You can get rid of it in the trash. It's not coming back. You don't need to rip it into seven or 13 pieces and burn it under candle. Like it doesn't, it's not following you. I don't need to, I don't need to know those answers. (laughs) I I don't feel, I have never been invited to to Ouija and I, I don't feel a burn desire to Ouija. So I'm, um, I'm good without that. But what I what I think I was alluding to it in the the lore thing is like I don't know if you saw the Mummy reboot. They tried like setting up three or four movies in advance, and for me it felt like here's all this wacky stuff that exists in this room. But we we're never gonna like make twelve spinoff movies with the Warrens. It's literally never gonna happen. So we just because it, build- it can't. I don't think it can happen. I don't think they either documented that much or like have just enough concepts to make the stories cinematically watchable. Like, yes, you can have their, I would love to read a book about what the Warrens did and how many people they helped and all of the artifacts, because I'm assuming they didn't just like put hundreds of artifacts in a room if it wasn't like a legit thing for the Warrens. Do I think they maybe did all of them? No, but I like the idea of, let me take like a souvenir from each of my, travels yeah. i i thought it was cool you'd you'd be the person touching on all the cursed items that, no oh, i wouldn't be touching them pieces of no. silver no no you're the one who's I... going like this in the room oh touch 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 no most definitely not but is Break it interesting the glass. is it meaningful yes and then for i think their idea of it are we taking these you know uh, conduits and are we putting them in a safe place where we're not going to mess with them we're going to get the room blessed we're going to make sure they're all safe don't think I didn't see that eye roll I saw the eye roll it's, they're, it's only they're marginally doing, safe seemingly it, yes but that's unless someone stupid gets in the room Judy wasn't touching on everything and she's a child then you have this teenager going in and touching on everything Mm-mm. didn't she say yeah sometimes I come in here that was to her dad's office and that was to snoop in files never in the room with all of the possessed things that's fair but i think the the this movie i feel like feels maybe this is why i enjoyed it at times more than other movies is it felt like my comfy like campy 80 slasher like it was just kind of goofy awesome kids are doing dumb things ah the thing is coming to get you but there were so many things coming to get you that in classic Annabelle fashion, things are happening and flying all over the place mm-hmm. and you get a little bit what's going on in this movie. What's going on? Like one of those things for me was that, so the suit of armor that appears in the hallway that the blonde is like in a trance and she's looking at the suit of armor and Judy says like a word 
a word that snaps her out of it. And she even was like, what did you just say? She's like, just come on. Let's like, let's just go. But like, that's an interesting little blurb to me. But it's like, also, what did she say? Why did she say that? Why did that? Why is that the word? Like, how did we come to know that? Why is there all this ancient screaming when I'm looking into the eyes of this mask? Like, those are the things where I would want to read the book. I want to know the story behind it. I hate having loose ends. Mm -hmm. And there were just so many because they tried to put so many different stories that the Warrens were involved in into a movie. So I will say if there's one moment, and I'm curious if you remember when I think of a scary movie moment, kind of like your door scene, she has that cool color light thing. Mm-hmm. I love color lights. Mm-hmm. When, when the it starts as a doll, then a child, then a woman, then a demon, like through the color film strips. I thought that was like the coolest part of the movie for me. When I think of cinematic things, there wasn't a lot of them here other than the beginning, beginning, but I thought that was a cool moment. I did think it was cool. By the time that I'm watching this movie in our series of movies, some things began to get repetitive for me. The vomiting in the mouth, the <laughs> the, the sheets that are nothing, the the progression of something becoming a demon. So it's not that it wasn't great because it was, but some of the tactics that they use became a little bit repetitive. I'm glad you brought up the the throw up thing because this movie, of course, had more. I seem like every movie has throwing up into someone else's mouth as a part of the franchise, unfortunately. It's so disgusting, but I get it. Like I said earlier, it's the it's the best way to take someone over because you literally are inside of them. Yeah, for better. <laughs> so, so for the most part, I I don't I don't, I'm not going to say this is a good movie, but I thought compared to every other movie in this franchise, it was a fun watch. And sometimes you just need a dumb fun watch. And for me, this felt like a Sharknado, a Friday the 13th, one of the really cheesy ones. Like the things flying around didn't bug me as much as the other ones because I think I was just so accustomed to like 30 different chaos things. It's like, okay, this is what we're doing. Yeah, compared to the other, I'll just stick with like the Annabelle's. Compared to the other Annabelle movies, this one was definitely Sharknado equivalent. Just because of, and like I began with saying, just how cliche it was, how stereotypical of I'm going to walk in the room and touch all the demonic stuff. Like that really, that first half hour of the movie really just made me so irritated with finishing the movie. I think I walked away from this movie three or four times before I finished it because I was just like stop doing dumb stuff just please stop being dumb and they I, just were you you look at this as a comedy that's how i like as one yes. of those, those dumb yes comedies. this one was not a scary movie this one was a this one was the frat guys go to the haunted house beach invite the girls from down the lane and decide hey let's go hook up in this basement is that a bloodstain oh okay let's let's keep doing the the business down here and then lo and behold it doesn't work out i couldn't have put it better myself that's exactly what this movie was and i'll say this we like the warren family for sure they're they're the the lifeblood of this franchise and having judy have her moment even though it's a different actress for this movie that's fine they had to do it for time periods but i 
like the end a lot. The emotional part of like Judy grew. Vera Farmiga's character is like talking to the other girl. I don't mm-hmm. know why all the kids showed up to the party. It seemed like you. That were... was another thing. It's like no, no one's coming to the party still. I no one's if coming. You, like hear the werewolves, or you see all the damage, you'd be like, okay, I'm good to not come. I don't know. You know, maybe the two babysitter friends made made it work. And that's that what they kind of... alluded to that the um she talked the dark haired girl talked to her brother and then the brother he's the popular kid so he's talking he to all his school friends and all the school friends are like all right let's go to Judy's party like okay that I happened wish I in was that popular. yeah no I don't it's overrated <laughs> but mm-hmm. um see I wouldn't know apparently you know you're saying it's overrated um, no good. I don't need it's, to know it's good, to it's know good it's overrated talking, it's good it's, it's good to know I'm talking to popular Katie apparently. Nicholas McGann, if you know me after five years, you know I've gone to maybe one or two frat parties and I went to like maybe I can count the number of parties I went to on my hands. Hence. Neither of us were the popular kid in, I guess, middle school is what they were going for that age group. Yeah, middle school, I think I was pretty popular, I but I also was, I was like not. not at the same time. Yeah, even... no, we don't need to talk about popularity. It's overrated and yeah. it's also a human construct that doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. People are going to like you. Best thing to put in here, Ooh. your vibe attracts your tribe. That's what it is. You put out what you're going to get might take some time, but you will find them or nice. they will find you. That was a good one. That was a good way to end a movie that I thought ended very positively. It was a little goofy, yes. but it was, a. I yes. was, I felt like the same heartwarming catharsis a little unearned but i felt the same after that after watching the conjuring which i for sure didn't feel watching the other annabelle's or the nun or our next movie katie i'll have you say the title of this movie you seem to have the it down power and i clearly am adding a bunch of l's and o's to it oh what was this the curse of la llorona yeah i'm that calling was... it la 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 Lon, apparently la llorona <laughs> Because I'm also probably thinking of Coco now. Yes, I'm either thinking of Coco or um, uh, there's a musical. It's the one with the jets and the snapping, and it's West Side Story. Yes, yes. Because there's a part where they sing the song of Washing Machine in America, and that's the one that I've never seen it. That's why I just think it's interesting. I don't know the whole. You're trying da 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 washing like it's about the things you have in america and then they're like washing machine was oh. exciting and the part that is like da 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 and that's how i'm saying la 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 like i'm i, I, I don't know interesting I, you're getting there you got there la llorona la llorona yeah see you do it better but anyway. i also took like nine years of spanish so yeah, i the, can say the crying woman that's great the, the german did not help uh with this title or this movie lots of like broth worse than like Guten Tag and like how would they say it's, very, like, uh, and, like, it, it's a it's a it's a darker throatier sound as opposed to it doesn't flow off the tongue as nice no it's very um guttural guttural is, is yeah yes. is the word is the word I would use but, have you seen that meme I'm sorry I'm totally gonna have you seen the meme where it's like a cat and this dude's trying to call the cat and he's like gatito gatito and he's like cat cats and he's trying all these different languages and then he gets to German it's literally like and the cat turns around for that one he's like German always works it's like what see I don't know if I remember cat in German dog is hund h-u-n-d cat must be really really I, weird because he think, no it's like it's like five six letters max 
Okay, well, whatever this guy said, it called the cat, and the cat answered. Well, it's, I think he was just saying characters and letters. But yeah. to, to this movie, to start, I'll say this. I like Breaking Bad. The priest is actually a Breaking Bad Better Call Saul character. Oh, I was going to say, I love the Umbrella Academy, and Vanya made an appearance as the mom. Oh, I don't know if I... Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Which one is... Vanya is not the one... Vanya's the one with the violin that destroys no. the world. Elliot yes. Page is not in this movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. I I'm totally think you're thinking of Elliot Page, who is not in this movie. Uh, do you have it in front of you? I am going to have I don't even have to check, but I am checking just to prove you wrong. Come on. Linda Please Car- do because I really You think the mom is played by Linda yeah. Carter Nelly. I don't know. I that don't know is actors. Katie. The last, if I'm thinking what? of movies you've seen this actress in, it's Scooby-Doo Wait, from 2002. On. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I knew I knew it from somewhere. Okay. No. That you, must be it. You, were you thinking of Elliot Page from like Juno? Hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. Give me, I mean. I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> Look up Juno, and that will tell you who you think you were thinking of, and that is not the person. Okay, okay, okay. Totally cut it out then, because oh, no, I no, thought I, I was watching. <laughs> I am 100%. This is, this is, we never edit on this show, wink, wink. Um, no. I will 100% I re- be I really did. your I, uh... mistaken identity of Linda Cardinelli. Yes. But still, they look very similar. Am I I, wrong? I for sure did not see that, but that is. Come on, you didn't see it at all? No. I just think their faces look similar. I don't know. No, I did not see that at all. Interesting, but. Okay, that's fine. Anyway. um, This is how you can tell I really just don't watch movies. No, that's okay. I I just, that is, that is something I did not anticipate us discussing. Um, But look, to be fair, that's a fun tangent to go on because spoiler alert, this is like a garbage movie. It was not good. It really wasn't good. I didn't even want to watch it, but I had to. So like, do you, and I know he said this earlier, do you agree with the assessment of it's wet none but worse? way worse but i like, liked the nun a lot better than la llorona but like, this is like it's the nun but there's water involved and she's wet oh yeah her. that's that's the yeah. whole premise seemingly yeah it's all revolving around water like that's it's like okay cool so Mm-mm. even though this priest is is from the annabelle movie fun fact i don't know if you know this this movie is not actually in the conjuring universe but i totally looked up the conjuring universe like mm-hmm. and it's in there so it is air quotes but it's actually but the not every creative person a part of this movie was a part of that movie of like the franchise okay and the connections are like loose at best so technically it doesn't exist and fun fact did you watch lies on hbo max no so they have a conjuring collection on hbo max Mm -hmm. and there's seven movies in that and the only one missing is this one because it's technically okay. not in the world. So it's super. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. That's my thought as well. I'm like, if this is a bad movie, I'm also fine with it not existing. <laughs> in the podcast, I'm totally okay. Like it's in there. We watched it. It was just wet. Like, okay. 
even the scares in this weren't really my thing like the little girl's umbrella falling into the water or her picking it up and there she is there like she i was is. like Ooh, there she is yeah. like if, it if really we want to talk about the annabelles being predictable this movie was stupidly predictable mm-hmm. stupidly mm-hmm. predictable Oh, mm-hmm. that line of dirt. Oh, you don't cross that. Well, guess. Oh, it, she, oh. Irritating. Irritating. And like, those are the, the, I can predict this happening. And it's just not. I also thought the acting in this one wasn't great. Just all of it. Mm-mm. No. I mean, I will say to the the actor who played the priest, and I, I only know him as Tuco Salamanca from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, but I thought he was like, the best part of it I, I don't think it was good but like if he wasn't I thought he was it, funny he, he was funny it, this movie it would wouldn't be it would be ter- absolutely not worth being on screen he made the movie funny for me he made it like i and the mom was like you set us up like you you used no. my son and he's like no i used all of you like yeah that's what i'm talking about use all of them at first i thought he was gonna be like evil like when he said that i was like oh crap this dude's just trying to kill this family to see la llorona like he's really he's really in to get them like i was i was really rooting for the the demon in this one because i don't know I also thought the little kid was going to do it. I thought he was going to, when they're in the attic and he's like holding her pendant and she's now normal, just sad bride, like, oh my gosh. And then the little girl stupidly pulls the sheet down that I didn't see coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, ah, I'm a demon. Ah, just kidding. I was, like, I was dead the whole time. I was dead the whole time. Also stupid moment. Why do they have a wedding dress up in their attic on a mannequin? You put that in a safe box or, or bag and you hang it you don't put it on a it would be so discolored by that t- no stupid addition issues. to that so bad if there was one moment i thought was kind of scary it was like the initial onset the kids in the car yes and that's what i was thinking that was it for me after that moment it was bad you know what really pissed me off also if i want to watch like a scary lady take kids i'd watch i don't know if you've seen this movie hansel and gretel witch hunters it's like a goofy version where Jeremy Renner is like hunting vampires as a child with like adult magical diabetes because he ate too much candy from the. the <laughs> I feel like I might have seen it, but I, I probably didn't. Like I said, not it's a go- big movie person. It's, it's it's like one of those goofy turn your mind off. It's like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. It's fun. It's such wacky. a good movie. I such actually, a good one. I, actually, I love that movie. I, I actually do really like that movie. I know it's not a good movie, but I actually really do like Abraham there's Lincoln. There's gotta be some. Hunter. Yeah, there's gotta be some movies that are just bad that you just watch. And so, I don't think I could name another one right now because no. La Llorona is not it. No, but Abraham Lincoln Vampire is a fan that's it but or like will... honestly white chicks like that's one of those movies for me like it's really not that good but it's so funny just turn your brain off and laugh for a while some certain movies just are gonna speak to us yeah like, and i don't like this movie at all but i'll say there's one moment that really pissed me off and i think this is the moment where you're like okay it really isn't part of the conjuring universe because this priest who is barely in it who you know from the animal movies like oh i know this person and they're not uh, uh, you're like, oh, oh, is this non-church ordained exorcist person? Oh, do you think they're any part of this family that you met last time? Oh, yep. oh, no. oh, wait, no, he didn't. Oh, it's this random dude. Oh, you weren't expecting anybody else. 
No, no. He was the priest with the family in LA who was eating mustard pickles. Because in the first Annabelle, that yes, was free the Warrens. But he still, this is still after like Annabelle comes home and like they totally either cross paths Seemingly with him. Everyone knows about the, the Warrens. Every yeah, church like, person probably knows about these. Also, if I got messed up by a doll that bad, I would be figuring out where it is so I could be as far away from it as possible. So I would know, like I would figure out that it's going to the Warren's house. Like I would make sure I at least spoke with the Warrens to let them know, like, don't drive in your car with this doll. Oh, wait, you are like. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I when, when they're like, and I knew it wasn't happening, but when they're like, oh, do you want, I got. I know someone. They're a little unorthodox. Like, oh wow! Did they fake me out? No, of course they didn't. No. Oh, no. I was. That... It would have been great. It would have been. I feel, but I really don't think it would have saved the movie at all. No. It that, it, it, it pissed me off. That really pissed me off. They feel like and, they knew what they were doing. And, yeah, and then another just whole part of it is if I'm seeing a demon lady. And I know my brother has seen the demon lady. One, I'm going to talk to my brother about it because I'm not just going to hold this inside and be freaked out the whole time. And I might talk to my mom about it because even if she doesn't believe me, at least she knows of my like childhood fear and, and whatever. So now that she knows that I have also seen the scary lady that's in a, a wedding dress because all of them had seen it, but none of them talked to each other. Another psychology thing, communicate, friends, families, partners, just talk, talk to the people that matter to you. Because if you don't, you get haunted by a scary lady in a wedding dress. I was like, give me one second. I need it. It's getting dark in my room. So I like you. I got to turn on an actual light. (laughs) That's what I did over here. I keep looking to see if there's something looking back at me in my little empty hallway. And there's not, but like. (laughs) No, I have a dog on the couch over here. So he would be talking about even talking about the nun freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, it's for me. I was watching the Annabelles and the doll. Like I was in my basement because it was my the HBO doesn't work on my TV very much. And like, I didn't want to watch it on my computer. So I'm watching Mm -hmm. it in my basement and I'm like, the doll is right there. Like it's coming out like uh, I I forgot my family collects 50 porcelain dolls. (laughs) and they're all looking at me right now uh even just like things hanging like my mom has like wreaths or other things that are just like suspended from nails and i'm just like demon demon why is (laughs) it moving in the dark yeah waiting for lights to turn on and off like just can't do it and i've had some like scary encounters in my basement and i swear i swear to you no i was young and i was downstairs grabbing something and the light turned off and we had these stupid like glow-in-the-dark skeleton masks that we would wear for halloween and one of them was on like the pole and it was it was lit i swear to you it was there i would bet my life on it that it was there and it was suspended on one of these poles and then i like started screaming and freaking out and so my brother finally turned the light on and it wasn't there it wasn't there when the light turned on so i have been haunted okay there was something there Mm. there was something there that is that is pretty katie to to play fun with hashtags you're hashtag conjuring some horror with that one 
Oof, no, my my partner was actually haunted. He had a ghost that followed him and notoriously when he was at work, it would take all of the paper towel and run it through the house. So he would come home and there would just be paper towels everywhere. No roommates, no animals. And this paper towel was just everywhere. And he's like, oh, great. Like Billy's back or whatever his name was. But I was like, dude, you better not be bringing any ghosts into my house mm-hmm. because you can leave with them. That's true. You, uh, <laughs> it, it, that's actually what happened. That's why all the fiber gets dirty at work sometimes because there's a ghost that just dirties all the fiber. It's, it's not malicious. It's more of a, a jokester, but that, that, well, makes... I believe, yeah, he was, he was, he wasn't like mad or evil. He just would like to play jokes to be like, haha, I'm here. So yeah, time, I totally time to get clean that. all your fiber again, Nick. Haha. Yeah. Haha. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Got more you work for one. you. It never <laughs> cleans anything. It always has to make things worse. It always, it always does that. That's good. That's, it's good to know that we both haunted very good so yeah, yeah to to the conjuring too which you know it it took a while to like the the last half of these if you're watching chronologically is two conjuring so like you really got past some of the nonsense to get to like the good parts of the franchise which is mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. i think same thing great music like i said before the the, the 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 word music has some really good emotional catharsis moments love it i liked the elvis in this one i also liked oh. the humor in this one how mm-hmm. the mom was like he took all the music and ed's like oh i understand she goes no he literally took all the records and all of the music from the house the kids loved his elvis collection like that was just perfect there there were some good moments and i think as, as we try to educate on this podcast what's the the thing right don't collect dolls don't go to haunted nunneries seemingly don't buy houses that have had people die in them mm-hmm. this one definitely don't uh, make homemade don't, oh i was gonna say just like don't buy your furniture from the previous owners like you who, just who don't... died in said furniture yeah who died you don't know that you don't, I, you I was to gonna say don't make homemade ouija boards although apparently you've ouija'd already i i have not i'll, I'll remain a, a ouija virgin if i can manage it yes i have messed around with ouija it didn't work like nothing happened so that was really it but then like you bet your bottom dollar i was freaked out that i had this ouija board in my closet for like a month then put it in my basement then freaked out that it was gonna like come back to me in my room and be on my bed so i just threw it out and it never came back so like i'm all set with that also it was like a barnes and noble ouija board so i don't really think there was any like purpose to it it was very much mass produced what what, what, you don't think ghosts want to hang out at bookstores no, oh, no, okay. I don't. Just libraries. Maybe libraries. Like, yeah, it was like libraries are different, but that just one like a old bookstore ancient library yeah. that like even the person at the front desk feels like they're from like the 1300s and they maybe yeah. they were from the 1300s. You don't know. I would if I was a ghost, I would definitely go to the library. Library feels better. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Or like so, a museum just to like be in some weird stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, be the cool. painting with the eyes. That... Yeah that's what got me with this one i hated that part with the nun speaking of paintings with eyes this one really got me speaking of the worst part of this movie it was the the hands coming around the painting and then it it just jumping off the wall and running towards her that was good so it was good i'm I'm still aggressively looking at my little uh unlit uh entryway to my my go turn a light on Um, go turn a light on well i i have two lights on my room so if if uh 
I don't know what would happen if I got got because I don't think I'd have to stop the recording and hopefully someone could go to my laptop and publish it. But who knows? Anyway, um, I can edit. You know, you did teach me how yeah, to edit those I, I soccer highlights. In, in the time uh, it would take for that to come here, it'd be tough to <laughs> stop the recording. And I don't think I'd be able to open up an FTP link. And what if you saw it in your camera? That would be pretty messed up for you. Probably. That would be I would start recording. So I could at least document it. Yeah, but what if it jumped from my camera to your camera? Oh, stop. You're getting way too much now. Way <laughs> too much. We're stop. Anyway. No, we were at, so we were at dinner today. It's just weird that you say like jumping through things. We're at dinner and there was this really, really tall mirror on the wall in front of us. And my mom was like, that's a really big mirror if it were to fall. And I said, but what if? in the mirror falls it's like we start swimming through it and we just pop up in another dimension and instead of it breaking we just get like sucked into it or like it it, i was just like teleporting through dimensions via mirrors mirrors are terrible terrible and terrifying so i thought you were gonna go in the direction of final destination of the mirror falls and then seemingly everything catches on fire and blows up classic nope. final destination no nope, not that one okay. no nope. that's a, that's a pretty, i like that's more the one. yeah i've only seen a few of the final destinations They're i feel like goofy. it was like three and five and whatever the last one was that like five is ends the worst with the yeah. first one because it's like the end of the series is actually them all getting onto the plane for the first movie it's, yeah that was like what final destination is kind of bad i like the first one but it, otherwise it's kind of bad I don't know. I will never drive behind a log carrier ever again. (laughs) No one will. I don't think anyone will. If you've seen that movie, if you see a log truck, you're like, I'm done. This has been this has been a pleasure. I'm going I'm going to like park my car here. I'm going to just not I'm not going to be a part of it. I don't need that in my life. Oh, I'm holding in my laughter so much because it's just, no, it's so true though. I either have to speed by it going like a hundred because they always drive fast too. Like they don't drive slow or I'm like behind it praying, literally praying, but don't I will be never final be. Destination too. Don't be final destination too. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. So when I, when I think of other warnings, you know, people are like, we don't like the ashes to ashes song, right? Nursery rhymes. Mm-hmm. I like the, the crooked man. I was like, what is this nonsense? Well, as a crooked man and he had like, a crooked smile. He, yeah, I don't I know. Like, what is this? He bought the crooked since Pence was a crooked boy. Like, he bought a crooked cat who caught a crooked mouse and they all <laughs> live together in a little crooked house. I've That's, just seen the movie a few times. So I like, yeah. I think it's a cute nursery rhyme, but like he's called the crooked man. Like It feels like it's off to a bad start yeah that yeah. feels in the in the un don't 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 maybe don't start with that one i wish the character that she was smoking with was in it more because she was like a little badass i'm sorry i don't know if i can say that on your because podcast i have said worse don't worry we okay to keep- i i really haven't known so i have been no, refraining from good from using profane language but she was just like she stood up for the little brother and like beat up the bully a little bit like pushed mm. him around she's smoking she yeah. like know how to get other people in trouble for her bad deeds like she was really a staple character that i wish was in it a little bit more but like was, then again that takes away from the family dynamic portion of it she was too cool for sure yeah so yeah. so we always talk I, I don't want to talk too much on creepy non thing because we talked about the worst moment after that, the creepy nothing really doesn't exist in the world no, a whole lot. No, 
Which it is was, good. But I, I liked, this is the movie that made me appreciate The Nun. Because now, like, I know where it's coming from. I know mm. why it's here. I know sort of more of what this demon is. So that's what made me appreciate The Nun, was, was this one. Because it was, like, the the end of this this spirit, this entity going yeah. back to I, hell. See, I was cool with it never being in any Thing. that's also an option but since it is you know since you gotta it, it is an option you gotta I, take it with he, a grain of salt and the katie made me watch this so <laughs> lo and behold i, I can't wait it. to get to the point where you just like either thank me or say i'm never doing a podcast with you ever oh, again i thank you for the conjuring for that one annabelle movie and for most of this movie except for the parts with the creepy nun cool that's what two and a half out of eight i'll take it yeah well i think look i think conjuring is a great movie and to be fair there's a lot of the good in the conjuring is in this movie fun fact and i know we talked about aquaman briefly the one of the main forces behind the conjuring movies is james wan and Mm -hmm. he is the guy who does the aquaman movies which patrick wilson was in so just a little fun actor bit like oh it's the fun of them working together and apparently he's gonna put a little horror into the aquaman sequel that's the, the oh that's goal. pretty cool i'm excited to watch aquaman now i really right. am rightly so um yeah. i i think the idea of this spooky house not being like 20 miles from civilization like in a main populated area super cool and adds to the scares yeah. Would this you... one also didn't have any vomit in it it didn't. She never got like possessed by that. He was so technically the old possessed? man, the old man was being controlled by the nun. Yeah. And he just, I don't know, started speaking to her or something. Like I don't really know how she got possessed because it wasn't the Ouija board. They didn't that was just sort of like a oh look, we're messing with spirits. But I think she just sort of was receptive to it because of her emotional state. Um that's what I would say because she was she was caught from school smoking and her mom was a little upset with her and like she's in the room with her sister. Her dad just left so she's in a little bit of emotional distress and that'll make a child more susceptible to like seeing things and and being controlled. But I don't know could but he she never said like when they're on the swings with Mm -hmm. her and mrs warren Mm -hmm. because i forgot her name again (laughs) um she's like is it coming from inside of you and she goes no it's coming from behind me yeah so it was never really in her it was around her it was around her it was using her yeah i don't i don't think there was ever vomit in it so Mm -hmm. And like there were some good possession scenes right with the guy talking when they turn around um Mm -hmm. Obviously, the scariest part was the nun being in her family home. And they do that a little bit in the first movie, too, right? The locket, you see the scary thing in Mm -hmm. your home. Then you see the painting, the scary thing in her home. And, like, I think those are kind of the really scary ones where they bring something, like, horror, like, from, like, oh, it's worse than bringing your work, like, life home. Because your work is, like, terrifying work. It's not... Demons. It's it's not sending emails or, you know... I also liked the, the story progression of working up to this with we knew from what the first conjuring movie that 
uh, Lorraine saw something terrible happen Mm -hmm. because of the exorcism with Frenchie from the nun. So like that was progressed with in this one where she has the premonition like again, more vivid this time. Now she's in the house when they're doing that like seance and Mm -hmm. she's like, I'm going to, you know, figure this out. And then she sees Ed dying. Like now we're really getting a look at what she sees and how she's actually like terrified from these, these visions. I, the, the idea of like, you were fighting against the clock and waiting for this, like the fate Mm -hmm. and, you know, premonitions. Like I also thought that was a, a very fun angle. And like, I'm not saying that that like makes it better than the first conjuring. But I think that was a really cool diversion thing. And I will say like seeing the tree, like seeing the land, they're like, Oh, there it is. Like there were some really cool moments. Mm-hmm. Do I think after that one nun scare, the nuns like only second time on camera is not particularly scary sitting in the like Same thing. You watch enough, uh, demony movies, the whole knowing their name thing is like the thing. Right. Like, and that's fine. But it's like, okay, like I I've never seen it done that way though, which is another thing about the conjuring that I enjoy, that I see things that I don't see everywhere else. They're similar concepts, but it's she was in this premonition or this vision, and she literally wrote and scratched the name of this demon into her Bible. Yeah. So like that was that was a really powerful type of of moment because you're putting something demonic into something holy. And that's totally what gives you the power to control this thing. I also thought it was sort of anticlimactic with just, I have your name. I bada summon bing, you back boom. to hell. Go by like, come on. They This demon fair, had the blood of Christ spit on its face and it didn't go away. Well, seemingly the that's how it's done. That's in movies. That is all you need so anticlimactic like, that, that, no that is a thing that exists so that that didn't right. surprise me as much as kind of been like oh, okay i've seen this trope before but yeah I, I think the movie was a little more epic than maybe the first one at times like the stakes seemingly higher with like pseudo power mm-hmm. demons but i think there's a lot of good moments but that first one is like a like a masterpiece compared to anything else. yeah so yeah and I think the couple moments are nice at the end, right? It's the same. Like, I like those heartwarming. Like, you watch so many scary movies and you like that little, oh, I feel good about this now. Mm-hmm. And you feel good about this at the end, which I feel like the best of the Conjuring movies does. It just. I like when, like you said, like when a horror movie just leaves you being scared out of your wits, but you're like, well, that was nice. Like, oh. Something happens a- in the end. There's the, yeah, they didn't end it on like sheer terror or like because, a cheap jump scare. Right. You no, know, right. I always got worried with like the Annabelle movie specifically, like they're like pulling out at the end or they're like <laughs> at that final little thing. And I'm like, she's going to pop her face up like some stupid, scary movie for mm-hmm. like it's going to be just bad. And they didn't, which I really did appreciate. Yeah. the uh, And like they're cheesy, but like the Friday the 13th do that every time. Mm-mm. there's like, always I, a I don't fake, need that. Uh, fake out jump scare at the end but it's always like i mean this the screen movies did even as a joke once which was pretty good but those are all about meta jokes and there's a reason i love those there's a reason the mask adorns my wall which you'd think yeah. would be scary after the nun because of the look but it's it's got, i don't know that's <laughs> if you notice i keep looking to the side yeah. more than i anticipated 
that the the weekend after watching the nun was a troubling weekend yeah i got the first few done pretty quickly i would say in the daylight it was the morning all of them all of them except for this last conjuring movie i watched during the day there was one that i watched sort of at night but it was the annabelle comes home so it wasn't yeah. too scary uh and then la llorona was just like a, it was just a joke to me so i didn't i didn't care when i watched that one but i had to get through oh what was it the second conjuring to get to the third and mm. since i'd already seen it i was like eh, i can watch this when it's sort of getting dark but then my mom called me and i was like please i need to get to this last scary movie before it, it gets too dark <laughs> like i couldn't do it and like i said didn't go to bed till like midnight had no. to put on the great british baking show no. for some pastries and paul hollywood <laughs> yep Bob, bob's burger was my my calm down after this but i i think <sighs> i saw the conjuring at night because i did four one day for the next day so i saw the first conjuring and the movie we're going to talk about next the brand new one, HBO Max and theaters, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. We've we've come to the the final film of our surprisingly seven to eight, depending on how you count a certain movie about this movie. So I I'll let you start first as the person who introduced us to the concept of the show. What do you think? Basically, I want to preface this with one thing. At the end of, I believe it was Annabelle Comes Home, they have a screen, which I don't know if you saw. Uh, Lorraine Warren passed away in 2019. Correct. So she was not alive for the making of this third Conjuring movie. Mm -hmm. So I appreciated the love story between Ed and Lorraine because I felt it was like a tribute to her. Parts that I wasn't too fond of were the, I can still see things when someone's dead. I am, I don't know how much they uh, exaggerated her abilities also due to the fact that she's not here to say otherwise. So it was a very big give and take for me about the romanticism of it and the love between Ed and Lorraine and how that was really the glue that kept them such a solid couple. And then them making this more of a stereotypical horror movie with this woman's clairvoyant and she can tell which knife killed the girl and she knows we passed the death site. Like all of these sort of cliche things. Also, the sound effects in this one were not as good. Just random example, when she's in the clairvoyant state and she's at the place where the girl died, I think her name was Katie. Like Katie got murdered. So Katie got murdered. And there's like a hand on the tree and it's pulling around the tree. And there was this like really stupid sounding like crackling and it's like trees don't make that sound and i've seen the videos of how they make trees you know i've seen a few trees i would get outside you know i've gone personal friends with a few trees yeah yeah earth sign here i love the trees uh but it just i've seen the videos of them making sounds for movies and this was just not it it was not the proper tree scraping sound because i don't know that was just something so stupid and small that i was just like huh they could have done that a lot better. So I I chalk these movies up to some portion of it may or may not have happened, but there's definitely creative liberties with these movies. Mm-hmm. But so I'll chalk up saying we're telling a story. 
regardless of yes. it, what part is true, not true, we're telling a story. And mm-hmm. for the storytelling part with the franchise, you got to stick to the mold. So it's not so far off base, but you got to do something to heighten and make it different. Right. The first movie did a really nice thing. The second movie doubled down with double the demons. This mm-hmm. movie did a, a couple different things. And I think to its detriment a bit, the the things were they mix up the franchise maybe a little too much you know there was a demon in the house and the demon drawing other ones and now you have occult groups with things i thought they were gonna tie it to like the annabelle cult because remember how the like annabelle and her partner when they killed Mm. whoever like they were in a cult so i was thinking that they were gonna pull that into it maybe a little bit or like explain more on what that cult was but it was sort of just this random cult that we don't even really learn what the motive was like also seemingly yes, it's a cult of one yeah like where are the other people it's, it's a very uh, just, bad very bad cult if there's one person i don't think it was even really a cult in that sense because it was just this satan worshiper mm-hmm. singular that found this ancient book and found a spell and made a talisman and wanted to like and kept making talismans I don't know, apparently kept, those kept making out. them yeah like ones found at like a school ones under this house ones in ed warren's vase of flowers like mm. all to get and i don't even remember what the the lore was or the the ritual was it was like you need an infant and a and a man of god and and i was like Mm. this just makes it's not fitting properly there there was a lot going on in this movie yeah and i think like you said i think the things they did with uh her powers were she can teleport Oh no, like the the demonic lady, like she's in their house now. She's teleporting. I, I, I liked that it can go both ways. Sure. Like, but I think the the lady the lady power battle here, it felt like ludicrous at times. Yes, absolutely. The, the, the things that they could both do felt ludicrous. And I did yeah. I it was so hard to get it because you're like, okay, sometimes there's things that are happening, and then People are flying around. There's a part where they're on the cliff and then a hand's just there. But why is the hand there? Like Right. Like, what's grabbing her? What? Like Why, why is she running around this falling. field stabbing people? And why is she, like, like the powers that these two ladies had were But the thing that I thought was interesting about Lorraine's that makes sense to me. And it if you think about it in the, t- the sense of almost being able to transport yourself through space-time, if it is a construct, if it is all happening at the same time, we're just in like the pond, like the pond metaphor that like time has all happened, it's just where you're at, Mm -hmm. then she totally could with her ability, the potential of being in a place at a different moment in time, but in order to be there, you're embodying the person that was there. Or like you just have to have a hold on something that was there, which I felt in the sense of when Ed was like, that's enough, like bring yourself back. And he pulled her away. No, She had said something like, what did I do? Or like what, what was happening? So I feel like she almost 
altered space-time in that instance of since she was the girl that was stabbing her friend at that moment when ed pulled her away the girl in the past dropped her knife and like was pulled away maybe spooked and then ran off into the the cliffside i don't know but that's what sort of i was like she's really altering space-time and and it was weird there was a little too much on it and like i'll say this when i think of you know the haunting of hill house american horror all these stories of things this series overall is probably the scariest thing if you look at a like the sum of its parts i think Mm -hmm. the haunting of hill house probably does a better storytelling with like trauma grief the family element of this franchise is great especially with the warren family but that like story that was so good in the first one kind of steadily went downhill the second one it got a little wonky but it was still fine and it was here, still believable it, it was like, like yeah this happened and and i get it and now we're like okay we're now we're going overseas so we're getting new scenery it's a different place in the world so there's demons everywhere and then this one was very much like not it Cults and demons and possessions. And and let's prove this in court. Yes, literally, let's prove this in court. I thought it was comical when the lawyer was like, I'm not going to say that he was possessed by a demon. And then Ed was like, come to our house for dinner. Come, come. Come see our nonsense. You know they opened that door and she was like. And she touched "Ah!" everything. She touched everything. And that happened again, if you could believe it. That same movie happened Again. They literally just took Annabelle out of the container and everything started being like, ghost. And then like she believed him. So then we see the court scene next time and she's like, my client was possessed by a demon. Okay. We know she saw some stuff. Like, I don't know. So many haunting things. And like, it just, it felt like this movie was so strange. And honestly, I liked Annabelle comes home more after watching this movie because it felt like I was like, okay, the three condoms are going to be the best three and there'll be all the spinoffs. And then mm-hmm. I saw this and I was like, I, this feels like something went wrong in this movie. Some, something was wrong. I was able to watch this one at night. I will say that this one didn't terrify me the way that the Annabelle's did or the way that the Conjuring's did. But the reason I did appreciate and like this movie was for the fact that after seeing Annabelle comes home and knowing that Lorraine Warren passed away, in my opinion, this was just a tribute of their love. Like, yes, they took one of their stories and they made it funky and they made it weird and almost non-realistic, but the love story between them and how literally love conquers all, even when he has been poofed in the face by some demonic juju like their love was able to break it and as a love story i thought it was very heartwarming because just the dedication of ed having gone through a heart attack from a different demon and still like hobbling to his wife and pulling her up that cliff and finding her in the depths of this dude's house like Mm -hmm. I it just, that's what's like really stuck with me for this one. So I really didn't see this one as like a scary movie. This one was almost just a love story with some creepy cult sure. mixed in with it. True, yeah, true, true Blood, Sabrina it is a little darker, but there is other yeah. elements to it. But I think, yeah. I like I say. The love is strong, cute message, you know, and those same moments exist in, you know, Annabelle comes home, Conjuring, Conjuring 2. Mm-hmm. The end moment was good. 
for me, it just took a little bit to get going. And I don't know if I loved how much it felt like they sidelined Ed because the replacement yeah. of him was these wild trance scenes with her character. And I was like, okay. But then that's where I feel that they added those because Lorraine Warren is no longer here to say, hey, that's not how it was. Correct. Like, Be- since she's not here to say no, like, I can't feel that connection once someone is actually dead. Like, it's, she they were able to... Now. Yeah. right yeah now that now she's able Wild. to time travel and like rest rest her soul hope she's doing good wherever her energy may be but i think they did her a little dirty in this movie by exploiting her maybe to the extent that she didn't it's not realistic it felt and like it felt so ungrounded that it felt goofy at times yeah like the point i liked in annabelle's comes home was that TV scene where it was like a time traveling TV? Yep. They did a similar thing in this one with her in that cave, like falling, and like she could see herself, and, and she, yeah. yeah. So like they did the, a similar thing in that. But do I believe that she was having an out of body experience, or she was experiencing time in this like diluted way? No, I no. don't. I think there is weird time blowy magic. I guess. I, who knows it's all psychological it literally just yeah it totally just like a psycho clouded him drug thing yeah so like when he woke up from his like i don't know second little heart attack yep. thing that happened not little and he starts go okay set and he starts going at lorraine with a knife thinking it's that giant dude like yeah. how did that woman do that to ed like really like did she, yes he found the totem Oof. yes poof some nutmeg on you or some cumin yeah it was something some it was spice. some some spices must, must have been some nutmeg <laughs> must have because it wasn't cinnamon no not that sweet no, so, no. i i'm 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 happy that we actually have similar opinions on this movie i didn't think i was wild and thinking that this was a bit of a disappointment it definitely wasn't up to par with the other two but i liked it for other reasons yeah I liked the the aspect, but no, I it really upset me to see that Lorraine Warren died because I was like, oh no, this is really going to do something to this next movie mm. just for the fact of, like, let me say the Game of Thrones for an example. When there was scripted material from the books, show was great. Show was wonderful. Something as soon as changed. that scripted material ran out and there was nothing else to like really solidly base the story off of, we know what happened to Game of Thrones. I, I will say this. I don't hate the final season as much as everyone I don't either. else. I don't either. But I understand the end is not the end that I would appreciate. They didn't I'm, have the budget for lights, dude. They didn't. I, I, but I, I also... <laughs> it's just i don't hate it as much either i take them at face value the show is the show the books are the books i'm reading the books they're fantastic the show is great for what it is doesn't matter what the ending was it it was the show it was not the books and it was awesome you have to take it for what it is you can't say oh well george r R. martin wanted to do this or george r R. martin wanted to do that george r r martin's gonna write whatever he wants and like the show don't matter anymore. Take no. the show for what it is. The show was what it was. And now it's kind of, I'm hoping though, that the end of Dexter, which as disappointing as it was, there's this new uh, show spinoff, follow-up one-off will redeem it with uh, Clancy Brown is like the bad guy. And that's Mr. Krabs' voice from SpongeBob. So just that's a oh, wow. for you. I never finished Dexter. I feel like the episodes were very dense and long. 
Sitting off so I got through maybe a season or two and was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, there's just so much of him just killing people I, and like I, not getting caught. I like Michael C. Hall a lot, but that show is very like it, the de- the pinnacle definition of up and down. That show is the most up mm. and down show I've ever seen. But we've come to the part, Katie, that I have prepared. I know you haven't uh, to do some lists. This podcast is is famously known for many lists. How how there's two ways we can do this. We could do it. Um, I give you my top eight from worst to best, and then you give me your top eight from worst to best. Or we could say what's your worst and kind of go that way. What would you prefer? Thought I had a list going into this. I will say I really thought of my list, but after this conversation, after like digging through them a little bit, I think it's changing. But you're not like influencing me you're not you're not an influencer yet nicholas even though you are you know you just know me and not you know being the stereotypical i follow influencers things but i would prefer to say like all right what was our least favorite or what was your least favorite and yeah, then so moving we'll, up the list yeah yeah so i'll say number eight and then we'll go back and so i'll say the number we'll go yeah all right so i think Katie, we can agree on number eight probably can agree on number eight is your number eight the curse of i'll let you say la llorona yes no. absolutely wet, wet nun was garbage eight. wet nun was just bad it was no. just bad very bad i feel like our lists are going to vary now until we get to probably number one and that's fine i think i think so too. yes absolutely because my number seven is probably your number two I'm not gonna lie uh, no, but close. I'll, what is your number seven? <laughs> My number seven is Annabelle Comes Home. That is not, I, I knew that that was coming for you. I don't think we had to explain why the curse of La Lorna, uh, La Lorona was the work. I understand that Annabelle Comes Home is a little goofy for you and not a great fluent story for you. Compared to the other movies that were very like serious and like you're not really able to predict them and they have really good like depth to them this one was so surface level and yes again appreciate the judy come up like that's great no it was so it was so bad it was so bad so my number seven comes from an innate fear of something um (laughs) But knowing that it's better than uh, our, our universally uh, panned worst movie, I, I have the non at number seven because I is think that surely from fear. It's partly from fear. And the reason I keep looking over to my left, nothing's been there since I've looked. So that's good to know. Nothing. But I'll keep checking. Um, OK, but um, I'll let you know if it changes. Um, so I'll I notice. I'll know if something know. changes. <laughs> Oh, what's that over there? Uh, oh. oh, that wasn't there when I was that. Technically, I I'm on your left on my screen. So I'm like, he's really just looking at me. Like, because oh, you're looking over at me. No, I mean, it's to come out of the webcam. That's good. Um, No, so I thought the, the olden time storyline was the least exciting from a musical perspective. That wah sound was super annoying. Mm-hmm. It, it was the scariest thing, but it was the least exciting movie because it was only like three, four people in the movie. Which the- brings me to my number six, which is The Nun. Okay, so I'm I'm happy to know that it, it wasn't something where that movie was flying high on your radar. Is yours also based on fear? 
or just bad movie? Yes and no. Like, yes, there the whole it messed with my faith type of Mm -hmm. thing. That's what really puts it down there for me. But also, like you said, there's not that many characters in it. The storyline, yes, it's good. Like, it has the the potential, but I just think that it could have used just a little bit more like it needed more of an I don't even know what because I'm not in film I'm mm-hmm. not in directing it just needed something that wasn't wasn't there and yes the bah, bah, it's that, that was... like war of the worlds like the oh, freaking aliens that. are coming Where? yeah it was not good <laughs> That's that's a good sound recognition. So I'm, yes. I'm I'm not gonna go on a limb and assume that from now on I'll just be one behind you for every time until we catch up to the, where I have that movie on my list. But I feel like it, I'll be curious if it's the exact same list minus that. The one I have as my number six is Annabelle Creation, and I kind of said the reason Annabelle Creation is where it is is because the jump scares I think are better than some movies but it's the same thing of your story so isolated and it feels like mm-hmm. there's dumb logic jumps that like could have the mm-hmm. whole movie could have been avoided if two or three things had happened and at times like the scary parts were built up with these like stupid goofy parts like the girl getting projectile out of a chair that just felt goofier than it probably was meant to but i couldn't help but think this was just some stupid thing yeah, I don't think either of us mentioned the um the scarecrow. I thought the scarecrow oh. was funny. Oh, I thought the scarecrow was funny, but I thought the comeuppance of the scare part of the scarecrow was like I thought that was goodish because that was. But it did the same thing with yeah. the lights. It literally did the exact same light thing that you were annoyed about seeing for three or four movies. Yep. So yep. That, that's fair. It's like, but I, I <laughs> scarecrows don't have brains, and we know that, so they're gonna do the same dumb things, like screwing well, out. Oh, oh, wait a minute! Uh, in the Wizard of Oz, I believe the uh, scarecrow gets a brain. Eventually, once he sees that's, the wizard. Yes, a wonderful Wizard of Oz. So one scarecrow has a brain. Thank you very much. Uh, okay, one. But yes, I do think your projection or your prediction is going to be correct because my number five is Annabelle Annabelle comes uh Annabelle creations mm-hmm. because like it's the conjurings are up there for me the mm-hmm. the original Annabelle's up there for me but the it's mm-hmm. like I had said the Annabelle franchise with just those three movies they didn't fit well together for me were they good movies yeah they were but the storyline of them didn't make sense cheesy always gonna be last i don't i don't need it i don't need it but this one was good but also i the other annabelle is higher on the list for me because Mm -hmm. No offense, like no offense to anybody, but of the baby part, like that baby part really got me. Like she's whacking that baby. That was a that was that really climbed the list for me. Call me morbid, but that it was that was cinema. Yeah, wild, and you didn't have that in either of the other Annabelle movies, or even the Nun, or even whatever else I talked about in the last part of my list. Absolutely, I agree with that. And and my. Uh, number five on this is actually and this is where you might this may say I, I gotta imagine this is close to yours is Annabelle the main one same thing I think Annabelle is better than Annabelle creation because I think the family angle is more exciting than 
this strange pseudo orphanage that happened that a murder demon existed in. I, I like the idea of it following them around from place to place. The mustard pickle thing will be an enigma that I will think about when I think of this franchise, other than like creepy nun thing and Patrick Wilson singing Elvis songs. Mustard mm-hmm. pickles will be something I will think about when I think of this franchise for better or worse. I think there's some good scares in this movie. Um, also, the cult thing is from the Manson family. So I doubt they're going to go into the cult. That's the whole like Manson family. Like oh, murder thing. That, gotcha. that's my that's because that's on the TV. They're like kind of bringing it up. So when I think mm-hmm. of that, I think of like, you know, that kind of like the fake history version of like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Tarantino movie okay. around that. So yeah. that's my assumption with the cult. But I loved your idea of that being an Annabelle cult based around her and Charles Manson, like being in tune with this creepy demon doll that is yeah, a very like why, interesting why not why couldn't it be a thing i don't know i also like what number are we on uh, I totally you, am, like... your next would be uh number four number four so this is where it starts to get competitive for mm, me agree because i do i'm at like a very a lot of these are very close like mm-hmm. my mom actually was like Sorry, mom's my best friend. Shout out to mom. Oh, uh, moms are great. Love like moms. the podcast. Uh, she was like, you know, you're eight, you know, you're one and mm-hmm. seven through two. were just all the same. I'm like, yep. no, but they weren't. And I can't do that to Nick. I can't. There needs to be a list. Mm-hmm. So let's see. My number four, I would have to say would be the third conjuring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting it there because if I'm putting Annabelle comes home at seven because it was like cheesy and like sort of not good. Annabelle had the better storyline scares, you know, fluidity of what's going on and, and what the third conjuring. It was a good story. I love the love story. I will hype it up forever, but it didn't. I was able to sleep. I was. I, I had to watch. I had to watch a show and do some work before I could fall asleep. But I wasn't like the ring scared. When I watched the ring for the first time in third grade, I slept on my brother's floor for three months. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to watch that. I watch too many things to feel the need to watch the <laughs> ring because that that feels like it brings the horror home of watching things. Yes, but I was also in third grade, so like I still won't watch it. I still won't, yeah, I'm but I, I, it's okay. Don't, no, don't. And it's probably not even that scary. I don't remember it, but I know that there's like a dead horse in it. Or, oh no, there wasn't a dead horse. There's lots of dead things and I don't need seven Honestly. days to live. I'm ready for like 70 more years. Take a little more time than that. Thank you very much. Yeah. But yeah, I think I'm going to put the third conjuring at number four, just because of like overall with them, it wasn't scary. Yes. Good story, but not good story at the same time katie perfect pick i 100 percent agree with you putting that for i the third conjuring is just not it there's there's something no. missing and as much as there's a nice love story it there's so much nonsense to dive through to get to that story so i 100 mm-hmm. percent agree with your number four and you've already kind of teased your number three you and me our threes are the opposite ends of the spectrum you're number three is probably the scariest of the Annabelles. 
My number which is three, Annabelle. Yep. <laughs> my number three is the goofiest of the Annabelles that feels like it ties most deeply to the Warren family. So I respect it. I definitely have a better and greater appreciation for Annabelle comes home after talking with you about it. But when I was watching it, I really was like, what is this movie? Like, this is so just not it. I'm not feeling it. But Annabelle for me was, it was terrifying and it was so well written and the acting was great the scares were great and it was just uh, the stupid elevator door and that doll making it look like other things potentially her child and then the bond of friendship and and mother-daughter stuff and it just Mm -hmm. it was it was good. It was good. And I don't like doll movies. I won't watch it again ever. I won't probably watch any of these movies. Maybe The Conjurings again eventually Maybe because I do one. like to go back to them. Yeah. But I I wouldn't be upset if I never watched any of these movies no. again. I, I, I look as someone who's part of the 80s cheese Annabelle comes home felt right at home with wild zany things happening that was kind of goofy and like you're the dumb teens are doing dumb things but there was a really nice heartwarming part at the end even if it was not as deserved as there probably are easily one and two I appreciated Annabelle comes home and clearly my top four all relates to the Warren family and has nothing to do with the random things that exist outside the Warren family. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would put Annabelle comes home higher on my list, but I won't. That's fine. I won't. Are are we kind of in assumption that number two and number one are the exact same? I think so. I think it's a two is two and one is one. Two is two and one is one. Very good. I think the, the London story is fine. I love Patrick Wilson uh, singing Elvis. There's some nice heartwarming moments. I hate the non existing in any of these movies. So that is for sure going to be a bit of a downgrade. Um, That painting thing was not good for me. I didn't mention, and this was something I need to mention Mm -hmm. that stupid woman from, I don't know if it was housing or child services or whatever form of government she was in from London, who was like, she's faking it and I have proof. Mm. And this is, I, the entire movie, I just despised that woman Get because <laughs> as someone who works in like public health and like community health, don't be like that. Don't be like that. That is just such a, a turnoff of just my heart. Like I no longer have any sympathy for you as a person. And I hope you're the next one to be haunted. She, she, I was, really being a, do. she was being a real turd. You would say yeah, she was. Like she was. Oh, I, I wanted her to get like swapped <laughs> so many times. She, yes, she, she got mouth thrown up in. She should have gotten mouth thrown up in. Uh, uh, but yes that's i i hated that woman i hated that woman yeah i I think, I think keep going no i was gonna say i i that movie has a lot of good there's some okay i still think it's good but i do not mm-hmm. feel the need to watch the conjuring 2 ever again no and i feel like i've gone through both one and two of conjuring i'd say three or four times now, including this last one that we just did. And I would only watch the first conjuring again 
because the second one, yes, it's good. I don't want to see the nun again. I don't, I don't need that um, creepy song in my head. I also like dudes, like there's too many kids right now. Like they all have too many kids. That's also a thing. That's also part of the conjuring. That's also part of the conjuring thing. It's just so (laughs) many kids. Judy's an only child. You can't only have one because she's going to get haunted by demons. You need two. They need two. Somewhere in between. You need two. (laughs) Two or three at most. I, I need to say one thing about the kids from uh, the the worst movie in this. Those kids, are dumb as rocks. Those kids. I'm I hated you communication. The, they I were so bad. Those kids in that movie. Yeah. Like, and and I think part of that is why I kind of like. Um, oh gosh, the 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 haunting movies. Like the kids, kind of like you see them as adults, and they feel like they're not like you. Like you know, they they, mm-hmm. they do things. Where like. I don't know. I mean, I guess kind of in, in the first Conjuring feels like some of the kids kind of figure some stuff out mm-hmm. a little bit. But I like mean, even the littlest one, the littlest one in the Conjuring original one, she was like, well, that's where Rory goes when he gets scared. So like she knew where her sister was going to be hiding like that intuitive. I am like friends with this ghost and like now my sister's missing yeah she's behind the dresser and there's a secret compartment there like how does this kid know this like they're i don't know kids are kids are wild and they know a lot more yes in general as well like kids are kids are a commitment also terrifying we don't i don't need my girl getting possessed and trying to like kill everybody Uh uh-uh just don't buy like 30 dolls to line that room no, but this one, the second Conjuring, they didn't have any dolls. No dolls, that's smart. There were no dolls. That's good. And she still got possessed. Build your own house mm-hmm. and survey the land before you do so. Absolutely. That's, that's it. But in general, overall, like you said, I am happy I have experienced most of the movies in this franchise. Two. Yeah. I'm happy I've experienced two of the movies in this franchise. And most, most of the Conjuring too. After that, it's sort of whatever. I would say, because going into this, out of the eight movies, I had only seen two of them. Only the first and second Conjuring. Even though they're not all great, Mm -mm. I appreciate, I would say, the first and second Conjuring. The third for its love story. Annabelle for its creepiness. Mm -hmm. And then, I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. We don't need to talk about the other two. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to talk about any of the others. Maybe uh, Annabelle comes home, but only after talking to you about I, I it. I had to like, really hype when, it up for you. You did, because I swear, Nicholas, it was so bad. I stopped I, it. Like I went upstairs and was like, what can I like eat? Because I'm so tired. I just want this movie to be done. I would play it before I was even sitting down. Like, Give it a few seconds where I don't need to be watching this trash. And I'm sorry you liked it so much that I'm just destroying it. Like, It just was not, it was not it for me. If we're talking cheesy horror, like, yeah, that's great. It was a hilarious. great movie. But compared to like the conjurings and Annabelle, I was like, this is just too stupid. You are mm-hmm. being too don't touch anything. Just don't touch it. I, I think also where the werewolf come from. Also the serenade was just cliche and stupid. Like it was just not good. 
I, I, I think your, your point of just don't ever touch anything. That's a, that's a good bow to put on the, uh, <laughs> on the conquering no, franchise. Don't never touch, touch it. Literally never touch anything and you'll be good to go. That's good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Katie, we, we've come to the, the end of our, of our episode. I think overall we recommend maybe a couple of these movies. I don't think you need to watch them all. Definitely don't watch them in chronological order. I had an okay time watching this as a whole, but there were some really good highs. There were just some really low lows. What are, what are your, your final takeaways on the franchise, Katie, for our, our listeners out there? I think you really wrapped it up good. Like you're saying some of them, great. Watch them, watch them twice. Definitely don't watch them in chronological order. Watch them when they came out and then go from there just to like get the full picture and have a little bit of backstory before you get the backstory. If you've listened to this, you know what I mean? And it's, I don't know. It's, it was a pleasure to be here an honor to be here. And I think that next time we could do some Disney Pixar. That would be great. Next time we need some non nightmare inducing things and maybe don't watch anything with the nun when it's dark out. Don't watch any of these when it's dark out unless you hate yourself. I feel like I could watch six. The Conjuring three and Annabelle comes home. You can watch those two. I could could watch. You can watch those two in the dark and be fine. mm. Anything and with like that. in the and then the water one, you can watch the water one in the dark. You could watch it. the water one underwater if you, you want. Literally, not watch that one. You could just not watch and, that, and one. you don't miss a thing. You but, don't miss anything. Katie, it has been an absolute pleasure to have a podcast with you. If uh, if, if fans want to keep up with you, what is your your Insta handle? Get get some some social love on your your one social platform. Well, uh, my Instagram. If I have to look it up because you want it so bad and I don't know these things, that's uh, Katie Archie 501, uh, i.e. ending both of those words, 501. If you want to send me a birthday present, it's my birthday. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So if you want to spell K-A-T-I-E-A-R-C-H-I-E 501, hit me up with an Instagram follow. I post every five months I was to gonna say, what? <laughs> you every, want socials every, every lunar cycle. goes to the movie yeah. oh, not even oh my goodness my last post was in july of 2020 oh, so catch up with me <laughs> and i'll catch up with myself but if you want to hit us up on our social channels let us know uh what your take is on the conjuring movies how, how do we do on our list do you for some reason, like the curse of La Lorna more than any movie on this. I don't believe I'll it. watch Coco. I, I, yeah, if you just watch Coco instead of any of these movies. But if, if for some reason your list is drastically different from ours, please let us know at Knickknack Movies or Knickknack underscore IC on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. Well, Katie, it has been an absolute pleasure. And to our loyal listeners, we will say, see you around. And until next time, cinephiles. In true UMass Sports Network fashion, I'll say, back to you in the booth, Nick. Are you not entertained? I think this is going to be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. I don't like goodbyes. Let's just call this, see you later, alligator.